Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining me. Joining me on VMix is Travis. McClunky. And Brian. CT. A uh, little behind the scenes, I got this thing. In a, you should have paid attention to it. You should have just, you should have just <laughs> let, like, just had it there over your shoulder, looming there the whole time. So we had to do a little bit of a later episode today because I have to shoot B-roll of this box. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about Destiny Two, not that. But I just wanted to give an explanation as to why this is posting on a Saturday instead of our regular Friday window. Thank you for understanding, Travis. How, how's it going? How's life in Destiny? Going great, man. Yeah, it's great. Destiny's been. I finally finished Festival of the Lost, which was horrible uh, <laughs> and a big waste of time. But boy, did I get that lens that we don't know what it does. Heck yeah! And Brian, how's it going? There's only one more week for us to figure out if that lens does anything, and I'm 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 losing hope every day. Losing hope. <laughs> it's going to turn into a toothbrush. That's 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 all I'm thinking. Is just or the or a box of raisins. It's it's not looking. The the outlook's not so good. It's probably raisins. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about we got the story trailer with Aramis. Did I say it right, Brian? You said it right. Aramis. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, we were going to talk a little bit about all the weapon updates and the tuning that they're doing. Bye bye mountaintop and hand cannons and everything else, apparently, uh, which was sort of surprising. Let's start with that story trailer, though. We got to look at Varix. He's smuggling something in a box i assume that's the darkness it's, and that's gonna, it's, a, it's it. gonna be a stasis crystal that i like i like you and i, you and I both kind of like did that little rewind theater for it yeah did you write that um, or did did somebody who wrote it yeah i wrote it like nice. i yeah I, I think i got one thing wrong in there but anyway, yeah we totally talk um, in shadow keep did we talk in shadow keep yeah and no, i was no, reading no. it and i was like Oh, I'm so busy. I'll if, just read if you it. thought you were talking shadow keep, you should have just corrected the line. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Wow. Whatever. But anyways, like, like in, I mean, in that in that box, right? It's obviously probably he's probably like he probably stole a a stasis crystal um, from Aramis, and that's how we get our abilities. Like, yeah. that's, that's how I imagine it's going to be. But it also looks like in that chair that the stranger is stealing that that crystal from him. She like looks like she's going to like just take that box from. Him. I I think that's how they end up teaming up in the end. Uh, what do you think is yeah. going on there, Travis? It's a big old team I'm up. Not really sure. Yeah, I think I think they're setting up Varix to be like, uh, and you know, he's always been opportunist with like motives that are kind of a little wonky. So I think he Old might stuff. be like, yeah, I think I think he might be like a pseudo villain, somebody we can't trust who is wheeling and dealing to to get his ends. So um, I think he might end up being kind of a secondary villain, maybe in a way. Sounds like the gambit. Though. People are or the gambit. The, game. the drifter. The drifter. Yeah, the yeah. gambit. He is the gambit. <laughs> X Men crossover. 
Yeah. yeah uh, so there's a lot of focus on him in there also. But how about Aramis teaming up with the other faction of Fallen? And, you know, they're going to be going to work against our Guardians. First of all, it's really nice to fight them as opposed to the Cabal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cabal have lost. Okay, Bungie? They're done. <laughs> like, if we fight the Cabal, they should be like forced to team up with some other faction that they wouldn't normally team up with or something because they are basically done. They are soldiers just living out their retirement. That's what they're doing these days. <laughs> At least the Red Legion, for sure. Yeah, the yeah. Red Legion, for sure. Uh, I think yeah. they should be off-world. Like, I, I don't think... I think... I think we've talked about it before, but, like, I don't think... Like when Beyond Light hits and they do all this content vaulting and they remove all this other stuff that the Cabal are in, I don't think we should land on on the EDZ and there should be any lost sectors with Cabal in them anymore. Unless they're like, unless they like they're like retooled somehow to where they're not Red Legion Cabal. They're just like, they're just like, just broken, misguided Cabal that don't have their Red Legion tags anymore. They don't have their equipment anymore. It's just like they're done. Or, right? or we, there's we, like we literally out of the sky, the emperor left, even though he was kind of, they were kind of weren't part of the empire anymore. It's like it's they're done. They're yeah. done. There should or, be no more drilling. <laughs> if there's cabal drills anywhere in the solar system, wh why? Right. Or or they should get like literally one, and that's all they get. They have like one lost sector, and that's where all the cabal yeah, are. Yeah. Literally, all yeah, the, that, all yeah, the exactly, cabal are right? left. It's like it's like they can't they can't have any they they don't have any more reinforcements. There's nothing left. They've got nothing. But going back to Aramis and the Fallen, who will actually be fighting largely, Travis, what do you think's going on here? Do you think they're all going to be wielding this power? Do you think there's going to be like seven key characters that are going to be wielding this power? How do you imagine this going when we actually get in there and start fighting? Yeah, I'm not really sure about them all wielding it. I think that would probably be a pretty tough sell. But I will say I'm really happy we finally have a Fallen villain who actually speaks and is a character. Because all of the other Fallen DLCs have been a little odd. Like, I know we had one in Destiny 1. Uh, I can't even remember the person's name. But they had a good plan of, you know, using the, the Vex time to unite all of the, the different houses. But we didn't really get to hear them kind of talk to us and kind of have like a perspective and a personality. And then, you know, with uh, the rise of iron, the SIVA thing, like there was really no face uh, until the raid of, of the evil there. Right. Like it was kind of a faceless danger. And so I'm happy that we have uh, somebody who has motives and a perspective and is trying something. So I just want to say like, awesome. Let's hope that she lives longer than, you know, six hours through the campaign, but it, it's cool that we have probably not. Yeah. I see you shaking your head, Brian, probably not. She'll probably die during the campaign, which is sad. Um, but yeah, it, my, my impression is that this will be kind of similar to Forsaken, just based on the fact that if you go to the story page on Bungie.net, it, it shows Aramis's lieutenants. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it'll probably be like, uh, you know, take out her, uh, her, you know, uh, command people and, and kind of work your way up to Aramis and then eventually kill her. So, um, which, you know, I liked Forsaken. I thought it was a cool um, kind of setup for, for that campaign. So hopefully it'll uh, be just as good. I agree with you. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. And even, even if you look on the thumbnail, it's, it's Aramis and then it's three really cool looking fallen, each with a unique characteristic characteristic. And, I didn't mind that so much in Forsaken. I just hope they're a little bit more fleshed out than do a few missions, go kill them. Do a few missions, go kill them. Uh, 
I, I like it, but I don't like that they were just gone. And besides the Grimoire, we didn't really get to learn too much more about their motivations or like what happened to them specifically. So I hope they are able to delve a little bit more into the fallen characters and like what's going on with them. Brian, any more thoughts on the story trailer? Um, no, I think, I mean, that's really it. Like, it's going to be interesting, someone, I, but I, I am wondering if it is going to tie in somehow with uh, Cosmodrome because Aramis is former House of Devils. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be interesting because, I mean, I know we're not getting that strike back, but I mean, like House of Devils, they were based in the, in, uh, in the Cosmodrome in D1. Um, so it'd be really cool if, like, the setup sort of happens there. Um, you know, leading us to Europa in a certain way. That would definitely be really cool. On the weapons front, moving on, man, they just nerfed everything, didn't they? Uh, Travis, what, which which change within the weapon sphere hits you the worst? I think I know which one's going to hit the, the PvP community the worst, but uh, for you, what hits you the worst? Hits me the worst. I think probably the changes to hand cannons. I think that mm -hmm. one's pretty... Uh, it's universal. It kind of changes the meta for hand cannon users uh, pretty significantly. Um, well, time will tell. I think we'll have to see how badly it affects it and if it if it's so much that like hand cannons stop being kind of the go-to for a lot of players that do close and middle range. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, my initial thoughts are... Uh, some of these seem like a lot of small buffs uh, or small um, nerfs, and hopefully they don't affect the game too much. But thank God Mountaintop is getting something addressed, right? Like, that was my main takeaway from this is, like, Mountaintop, thank God somebody finally put an end to it. So hopefully that that makes it less uh, dominant in, in comp. Yeah, definitely. And it looks like a lot of these are also going to be affecting exotics. So everything is going to feel a little bit different in the next expansion. Brian, was there anything that jumped out to you that you think uh, will hit you personally versus the community, particularly harshly? Um, harshly, no, right? Obviously, we know that I'm not crazy on PvP. Um, uh, but the one thing that I wanted to like note on was the removal of the lightweight frame for hand cannons like that it's like yeah they're bringing all these 150s down to 140s and they're removing that or they're removing that you know that 150 line but they're also removing one of like the lightweight frames along with it mm -hmm. so it's like that's a huge part of people's play styles you know being able to move faster while adsing or or aim down you know aim down side speeds and stuff like that so removing that frame itself is kind of just like a giant nerf to a lot of these weapons because it not only like changes how they how they shoot but also how they perform and how how, how the user performs while they're using it so it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes up the meta because that's a that's that's huge removing yeah. a completely different type of frame that like many pvp players have been used to for the past few years so that's going to be that's going to be really interesting for sure. For me, the thing that hit me the hardest was sniper rifles. The fact that the different scopes are going to have different aim assist levels. I find that really, really interesting. You know, I've been using Revoker and I, I can't remember the name of the primary, but it's definitely an unorthodox primary that I've been using a lot lately and just getting used to. And now all that like long shadow, long shadow is the one that I've been using a lot. Hmm. All that sort of muscle memory I've developed is just going to get thrown away because my aim assist is going to change and or maybe it'll get better actually i don't know what scope i usually use on it let me take a look here so i currently have 
at a scout, it's scope. it's a light sniper scope short zoom. So it increases range and greatly increases increases handling speed on that one. But yeah, it's definitely going to have an impact. Scopes with around 50 zoom are unchanged. High zoom scopes have more. Um, lower zoom scopes have less aim assist. So I'm going to have less aim assist on the weapon. And then, you know, they also... Uh, Do snipers have aim assist on PC anyways, though, if you're using the mouse and keyboard? Well, they're talking about just across the board. That good? So, That's kind yeah. of yeah. We'll see. Auto rifles, uh, those got a nerf from 15.75 to 14.25. Prior to season the worthy, damage per bullet was 13.75, so they're like narrowing it down right in the middle. Uh, scout, rif scout rifles have a reasonable time to kill. Increase how much point of the aim assist stat when at maximum the aim assist cone is now 15% wider. Why are you why are you messing with scouts? <laughs> yeah, of all the so guns. Of, of so all the of yeah. Like yeah, might have was good at D1. launch. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be good. Like if you're not changing damage values, I don't think anybody's going to use them. Still. I, I I was messing around cuz I I've been slowly unlocking catalysts and I just realized I'm just not going to do that anymore because I don't care enough. Um because I have to get like 250 kills in PVP with Suros. Oh, yeah, so I was working on Suros. That's my last PvP weapon. And I can't get the two I want, which is Wardcliffe and Hardlight. Those are the two that I actually would really, really like to get. And they just won't drop for me. It's probably because I have like 20, 20 uh, catalysts that I haven't completed yet. And uh, um, yeah, just running maybe. out of time. I don't know. Is that a thing? What? Well, Wardcliffe's Warcliff, catalyst probably isn't going to go away, right? You got because me all freaked out because you were talking about Rat King and how your word no, is going to go away, but it's not it's on the specifically list. Specifically for for weapons that are being like vaulted, basically. Like well, those Warcliffe, are all done. Warcliffe is a random drop, isn't it? So it's like yeah, Warcliffe is in strikes, huh? Warcliffe's is via strikes. Yeah, so, so I, I imagine that the Warcliffe isn't going to go away. I, I don't think. I think. I hope, but the way they worded it, yeah, I would hope, but the way they worded it, and talking with you and talking with Teddy. Just the fact that Teddy's not sure and Bungie hasn't clarified and other people are asking about this and they're not saying anything. I'm like, maybe I should just finish all my catalysts like right now. But I just got to a point where I'm like, this isn't fun. I'm, I'll just wait for the new expansion. You know, uh, what about ARs? You guys concerned about that? I think ARs that might put them in a pretty good place. Um, I hope so. They're, they've become really dominant. Yeah, it'd be nice to have 720 um, ARs kind of like competing with mm -hmm. the 600s um because i like a lot of the 700s like steel feather i think is 720. oh yeah um, nice so it'll be nice to see i mean that that gun doesn't have much longer though since uh, <laughs> since content vaulting is happening or sunsetting don't worry man it. they'll reskin it they'll, they'll give it a blanket they'll yeah. wrap it in a yeah. blanket and give it back to you what's it called it'll steel feather a... now it'll be called platinum platinum <laughs> yeah. uh leaf Copper platinum leaf <laughs> yeah. or something else that's like a feather uh Perks also are getting massive changes, like Outlaw. The reload stat is actually getting increased from 50 it to 70. Because it was, wasn't it just nerfed? Yeah, they yeah, nerfed they it, and they're like, ah, we'll bring it back. Because I, I did a video, maybe it was just for myself, but I, I was showing reload on some of the blues, and it is, it's like, pop, ch <laughs> oh my god, just reload the gun. Low reload speed, and just... Yeah, like if you're a blueberry, you're just like, what is this? Because 
autos are pretty much like you reload like a normal person, you know? You might as well be reloading one a bullet. <laughs> one bullet at a time with some of those blues. Anyway, uh, Merciless, uh, inventory stat from 36 to 55. Mountains up. Gone. Guillotine. Oh, none of us said guillotine, yeah. you guys. So yeah, guillotine. I forgot about that nerf. Yeah, that's well, yeah. you. You, you, said, you said ones that wouldn't affect the rest of the community. Guillotine is going to be absolutely one that affects yeah. the community. Yeah, that one hurts in my heart. The thing is, guys. though, is they said it's still going to perform perform better than the other swords, just not as much. So it's like if it still has the highest DPS. That's just what Bungie says whenever they're nerfing yeah. something and they know that nobody's going to use it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll probably still be using Falling Guillotine unless they introduce a sword Re that's better. Here's what they said. Reduced heavy attack damage by 24 to bring in line with other swords. And honestly, that sword's just stupid. Like, you could even rob it's, 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 so. it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, I'm going to hate to see it go, but it's like, all right. It's yeah. fine. We it, we we knew we knew it, it was coming. Mita multi tool and Mita mini tool. Mita mini tool move the Mita synergy trait to the intrinsic, similar to the Baroque version works. Added the following perks: hip fire and kill clip. And then there is an issue with the masterwork on this weapon that prevents it from being upgraded. This will be fixed in a later update. The gunsmiths will begin selling a version of this weapon on November tenth with no infusion cap. Wait. Which one? Mita or Mita Mini? It looks like they're talking about Mita Mini. So where <laughs> they actually didn't address anything about Mita in that one. Anyway, whatever. Sturm and Drang, who cares? Just kidding. We'll actually read it just for the community. Move the Together Forever trait to the intrinsic, similar to how the Baroque version works. Added the following perks. Accurize round and moving target. Note, there is an issue with the masterwork on this weapon that prevents it from being upgraded. This will be addressed in the later update. The gunsmith will sell a fixed version of it. Ruinous Effigy. Transmutation Spheres. This one was fun. Reduced damage of the aerial melee attack by 25%. Significantly reduced the damage of the drain effect on enemy combatants because you could just yeah. run around and that heal. One that one's so, sad. yeah, I, I have a theory about this one. I think that, mm -hmm. because I don't really think that that was broken, the Runus Effigy, but mm -hmm. I think that there there must have been something in the upcoming raid that that effect just completely destroyed and yeah. they're like preempting it was the cheesing. Yeah, it. It's exactly what happened when uh, Rise of Iron came out with Touch of Malice. If we were able to use Touch of Malice the way we were in King's Fall, that gun would have broken that raid. Yeah, totally. Uh, Arbalist uh, no longer strikes shields multiple times, but its efficiency against shield targets has been increased. I wonder what that's going to do in PvP. That one's already annoying in PvP. So, and the Jade Rabbit, armor piercing rounds, swap to high caliber rounds. This fixes, fixes an issue that can prevent the exotic perk from triggering. And then, Trials of Osiris, Travis. This is something you've been, you've been talking about. Like, where are the adept weapons? Well, yes. they're coming. What's going on with these? Take us through it. Yeah, so they're not, it, it seems that they're not the same as the adept weapons in D1. Um, it, it seems like they're not going to give, you know, your primary slot um, um, energy effects, but they're giving uh, perks that you can only get on those weapons and some stuff that seems like it's going to be more powerful, additional slots on adept weapons that aren't, uh, that, that kind of give them an edge over normal weapons. And it seems like you'll only be able to acquire them through flawless runs in Trials of Osiris. So the good news is now it seems like maybe there will be rewards that make Trials worth playing. The question is, at least on the PC community, will there be actual 
you know, will it be playable on the PC community? Will they do the stuff that they need to do to make the game mode fun and to control cheaters and that sort of stuff? And then the console world, our main problem is um, player counts. The player counts in trials are low and the only people who play it are the sweatiest of the sweaty, which means that you're often going against really tough teams. Um, I think that that will probably change if, you know, Game Pass on Xbox makes like a whole bunch of uh, Kinder Guardians uh, enter the player base. If they even get to Trials, I, I doubt that they'll play Trials. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'll need to wait to see if the weapons are good enough. But my initial reaction is I'm a little underwhelmed just because the rewards you got in D1 were so good and so game-changing. They were something that you had to do if you wanted to stay competitive both in pvp and pve because um adding elemental effects to a primary weapon was so, such a big deal so um that's a little sad but yeah it probably would have broken the game so i get why they're not bringing that back <laughs> brian did you have any reaction to this i know you're not a pvp guy but i thought i'd ask the the fact that the adept weapons can't be used beyond the season you've uh you've acquired them <laughs> yeah you have an infusion cap of that season yep. that you got them in, which is sweet, right? The worst yeah, implementation day I could think of. Like what? Like we we are already like just like outspoken community about how we do not like sunsetting and the way that they're implementing it. And this is probably worse than how they're implementing it right now. What if I told to you first. you could get a Second. weapon that'll? What if I told you you could get a weapon that'll only be good for a few months and then it's just gone? Basically, it's bad. It's, it's bad. not not really usable in in the event where you got it. Nope. And and additionally, this will probably have a negative effect on trials, <laughs> which is the craziest thing. So every season, the tryhards are going to go get these. You're going to run up yep. against the tryhards who are going to have the god tier weapons, and you're going <laughs> to lose your passage. Mm -hmm. Trials just like come on, it's, you guys. It needs no some way. work. <laughs> they can't, they, yeah. They're catching losses everywhere. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. That's my that's my point. I think like. There were two problems with trials, right? One was that the rewards were bad, so there was no reason to play. And the second trial was that the actual experience of playing was bad. Yeah. Now they have rewards. Yeah, they don't last very long. But if the game mode's fun, it doesn't really matter, mm -hmm. right? Because you're going to be playing anyway. It's like, oh, you know, doing trials on the weekend is a fun kind of ritual. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think they've solved that part. I don't think yeah. that they've made trials fun. I don't think they've made it a ritual. And until that happens, like, who is going to do this even if the rewards are good? especially since they're so short-lived, mm -hmm. except yeah. for, like you said, the sweaties and the cheaters. Like, that's going to be the only people who play. Yeah, so. and uh, props because they did lay the hammer down on some cheaters, which was just wonderful to see. Uh, we're keeping it so, short this week because, unfortunately, like, we're all really, really busy. You know, the next-gen consoles are, are here, and we got a lot at IGN to do uh, work-wise with oh, that. Oh, you got one? I couldn't tell. <laughs> But uh, Bungie also said they're going to be talking about how bounties, currencies, and progression systems will be updated in Beyond Light. Uh, we did realize that uh, bounties, basically anything that's going away, don't hold on to those because they're going to go away with those events. Good yep. job. And with that, that is actually it for this episode of Fireteam Chat. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Brian. That's it for this episode, everybody. And until next time, Guardians out. Guardians out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.